0: The News at Noon is brought to you by Owensboro Health, Madisonville, Plex. your tri-state weather. Scattered rain during the afternoon, a high of 39. Tonight, cloudy, scattered rain early, a low 35. Saturday, morning clouds then becoming partly sunny during the afternoon, a high of 45. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, clouds in the forecast and a high of 41 both days. Thursday, Governor Eric Holcomb announced that the Family and Social Administration's Office awarded over $18 million in employer-sponsored child care grants to 64 Indiana businesses. This also includes community groups and school corporations. The initiative is part of the governor's 2023 Next Level Agenda. The plan is to mobilize employers and communities to create or expand child care offerings that address the needs of working Hoosiers. The only business awarded in the tri-state was Warehouse Services in Mount Vernon. They received $200,000. Getting a gym membership is on many people's minds this time of year. The YMCA of Southwestern Indiana is excited. They just announced starting January 1st the facility will be open 24-7. Members 18 and older will have after-hour access to the Dunnigan Family YMCA on Evansville's east side. The new service will provide entry to the wellness center, indoor track, and lobby areas. The Y is also adding three new classes to the schedule. These include soil—I'm um, sorry—soul body unhinged and Les Mills dance and guided meditation, which I think I need. At another meeting with the Board of Regents today after the Chancellor of the University of Wisconsin La Crosse was fired. For appearing in porn videos, ABC's Lionel Moyes reports. In a unanimous decision, the Universities of Wisconsin Board of Regents terminated Joe Gow as Chancellor of Lacrosse. This after it was reported he and his wife posted videos on adult sites, including OnlyFans and Pornhub, also publishing books about their life in the adult industry under pseudonyms. Gow releasing a statement saying, in part, I am deeply troubled that I received no due process from the Board of Regents, adding that the books and videos are protected by the First Amendment. Lionel Moyes, ABC News. A Kentucky man has been arrested for his involvement with a missing teen from North Carolina. Lincoln County deputies were called to the residence for an altercation between 34-year-old Zachary Jones and the missing female he calls his girlfriend. While going through the home, deputies didn't see the teen but did notice drug paraphernalia. Jones grabbed it and attempted to dispose of it in a wood stove. The female was located in a trap door that was hidden under a rug in Jones' bedroom. She told authorities that Jones picked her up in North Carolina and brought her back to Kentucky. The suspect admitted doing drugs with the teen and having a sexual relationship with her. The names have been released of the two drivers killed in a crash Wednesday morning in Owensboro. It happened on the Wendell Ford Expressway around 730. The coroner says they are 43-year-old Nicole Haynes and 46-year-old Robert Brown, both of Owensboro. An investigation shows Haynes was heading west, crossed the median, and hit Brown's pickup head-on. The eastbound lanes of the bypass were closed for a couple of hours. The deaths of a pregnant teen and her boyfriend in Texas now being investigated as a capital murder case. ABC's Dave Packer reports. In San Antonio Thursday evening, a vigil for 18-year-old Savannah Soto and her boyfriend, 22-year-old Matthew Guerra. Both were found dead Tuesday, just days after the mom-to-be was scheduled to be induced. It's now being investigated as a capital murder case. San Antonio Police Chief William McManus. When we talk about the, the manner of death has not been determined, the manner meaning, was it a suicide or was it a murder? Police searching for two persons of interest. Dave Packer, ABC News. A Jasper woman is resting behind bars this afternoon facing felony charges. Emergency crews were called to the intersection of U.S. 231 and State Road 162 around 1130 Thursday morning. A 77-year-old man was going through the intersection when 47-year-old Kyla Chambers ran a red light. Police discovered Chambers was high on meth, cannabinoids, amphetamines and ecstasy. The 77-year-old man was taken to the hospital suffering from a fractured neck and punctured lung. The owners of Newburgh's The Landing announced in November that the business would be closing before the end of the year. Well, tomorrow is the day the popular resident will shut her down for good. The eatery opened in 2020 after previously being Edgewater Grill. The present owners also have the rooftop and Birdie's establishments plan to open a Mexican-style restaurant in Evansville next month. The staff at The Landing calls the closure emotional. Gypsy Rose Blanchard is no longer behind bars. The Missouri woman paroled on Thursday, eight years after she confessed to helping murder her abusive mother. More from ABC's Andrew Dimebert. In 2015, Gypsy's mother, Claudine D.D. Blanchard, was found brutally stabbed in their home. Gypsy was 23 at the time, and her boyfriend were charged with murder. Before the murder, Gypsy appeared to have debilitating medical conditions, which confined her to a wheelchair. Gypsy claimed at her trial that her mother had forced her to undergo 30 unnecessary surgeries. And during the murder investigation, it was revealed Gypsy had been a victim of Munchausen by Proxy Syndrome, a form of child abuse in which a guardian exaggerates or induces illness for sympathy. January 15th is the last call for the troubled Lamasco Bar and Grill. Back in August, the Alcoholic Beverage Board recommended denial of the bar's liquor license. The board decided to allow sales to continue until the property is sold. It's unclear at this point whether the impending closure is indicative of a sale. Owner Amy Word was arrested last year for keeping a common nuisance. She was among... About two dozen people arrested as suspects in a drug investigation. Boonville's Mayor Charlie Wyatt says Monday at noon at City Hall, there will be a swearing-in ceremony for all the Boonville elected officials. This is open to all, by the way. And the mayor toured the new apartment complex located on North 9th Street, which is still under construction. He says the layout is very nice. The tentative opening date for the Boonville senior lofts, designed for residents 55 and older, is March 5th. The apartment comes with a spacious floor plan. It includes modern amenities you would find in a luxury home. The organization Logan's Promise, in partnership with Toyota Indiana, will offer safe rides home this New Year's Eve. This is for residents of Vandenberg, Warwick, Gibson, and Posey counties. Rides with Lyft drivers will be covered up to $25 to riders in the covered counties who use the code Year's 2023 The offer is good for rides home, not to bars or parties. The rides will be available from 9 p.m. Sunday, New Year's Eve to 3.30 p.m. Monday, New Year's Day. The changing of the calendar early Monday offers a chance for reflection and goal setting. ABC's Jim Ryan has a look at New Year's Eve resolutions for 2024. In the shadow of the pandemic, most promises of self-improvement going into 2023 related to mental health, according to the annual Forbes Health Survey. But on the cusp of 2024, the same survey finds that 48% of us are focused on improving our physical fitness in the new year. Only 36 percent on bettering mental health, except for one demographic group of poll respondents, those 78 and older, who are still more interested in mind than body. Jim Ryan, ABC News. You're listening to the News at Noon on 104 FM, WIKY.